going on, everyone? This is a Popcorn Heroes show, and we're titling it A Conversation About Insecure, Season 2 Recap. Hope you're following us along in this journey. If you heard Season 1 Recap, welcome to Season 2 Recap. If you haven't heard Season 1 Recap, welcome Go back to season one recap and come back to season two. Or if you don't care, let's just keep it going then. I am Armando with me. It's Orlando. God's Yo, gift. What's what up, buddy? You, what are you guys doing? Not listening to season one recap. There's some good shit there. Some good discussions to be had. Go back. You got to go back. Discussions. You got to go back, man. We got to go back, Marty. Rewind back, that. To, back to the future. <laughs> your kids, Marty. Your kids. Oh, why? <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's Got every, it. Is everything all right? Nice, it's your kids, Marty. <laughs> so, so go back I, I and listen to season one when we talk about these darn kids. Uh, but wouldn't it be going back to the past? Because season one is in the past. Yeah. And we're talking about it in the future. But you gotta but go back. Go back to, to the past. You gotta go back to the past to get back to the future for season five. <laughs> So go back. Listen, there we go. Listen to season one. We're and... we're about two weeks away from the season five premiere. Yeah. And uh, if you're joining on this, joining us on this journey, we're just kind of having a conversation, recapping these uh, prior seasons. You know, just to uh, refresh our minds, kind of go through what's been going on. Uh, Insecure's been on a hiatus for about a year, almost two years now, right? Going on two years, maybe. Mm-hmm. Something like that. So it's been a while that we haven't heard it. Uh, we don't know what's happening. So we're just kind of refreshing ourselves before we start this new season five. But as we get into season two, remember, this is a spoileristic podcast. If you haven't seen the show or haven't seen any of it, you should just definitely go watch it. Like, just go watch it now. Like, why are you listening to us? Go watch it. It's better to watch it than hearing us talking about it. We're mostly just kind of conversating about, you know, how we feel and think about what what has happened in the show. And season two opens up Orlando with Issa, right? Um, they had just been broken up yeah. with uh, with uh, Lawrence. He he left. He was gone. Um. And it's interesting that uh, <clears throat> it just opens up shortly after that, right? If I'm not mistaken, like a few weeks, something like that. Yeah, it opens up actually her um, on a dating through like, you know, dating multiple, going on dates, going through that oh, dating right. cycle. And she hates, she hates it, <laughs> essentially. She's just yeah. tired of it or bored of it or just annoyed by it. Um, so it opens up with those like ramifications of like, not getting back with Lawrence um, and having to be there without him and having to be like, you know, out there doing her shit. And I think that's something we, we all understand here, you know, being single or newly single, you're going out there trying to find people and people just kind of flock to the apps because it's probably the easiest way to find a someone, you know? Right, right. You, you, You've heard a lot of your single friends using it this whole time. Okay, let's try it out. Let's see what's, what, what's this all about. <laughs> and you went into the carousel of fucking people, <laughs> essentially. Yeah, it could be 
it could be uh, a lot, you know. And so, yeah, that that's one of the aspects that uh, that the show uh, shows. Also, um, it it kind of shows um, Issa's like perspective of living alone, you know, without Lawrence and and coming home. And there's a lot of moments of being at home, and it causes her a lot of like dread and and sadness to be there when things are not going like exactly her way. Yeah, exactly. Which is, you know, I think we could all understand or kind of comprehend after being with someone for X amount of time. Oh, and yeah. then they're just gone. Yeah, for sure. I think, um, um, I think, yeah, for sure. I think anyone can, who's ever gone through that kind of stuff, especially when you have a house and you're still in that house and there's memories there and like, you know, every corner reminds you of something. Um, another thing yeah, uh, as exactly. well. Another thing we we see as well in in this uh show is is how Lawrence is dealing with the breakup, you know? Uh he's crashing in at his, at his friend's place. Um forget that guy's name, the his swole friend who looks like they call him they, they, in one of the seasons they, they say he looks like a box <laughs> cuz he's getting he's so fucking <laughs> swole, the short one. Yeah, yeah I remember that. <laughs> yeah, um I got to find his name right quick. But yeah, he's crashing in his house. Um and he's, you know, calling him a bum and he needs to get his shit together and stuff like that. Um, but we see that Lawrence is actually doing actually a little bit better off, I guess, in that sense. I'm not, you know, not that there's anyone winning, but he's dating Tasha. Um, and they're going, they're having their thing back and forth. You know, we see that, that side of, that side of it, you know? Um, and this is the, the, the bank teller, right? Yeah. Tasha is the bank teller that kind of like, uh was giving him the eye in season one and I don't know Tasha I thought Tasha was hella fine I don't know I yeah Derek is his nah, name she, she was pretty for no, sure Derek yeah. is not his name Derek is the I, I, I think I think the, the, the thing with Lawrence is that um, you know regardless Tasha was very ghetto <laughs> and I, I, I think Lawrence himself is not a ghetto person to, to begin with right right yeah he uh so I I think uh, in the end he was never gonna end up with this girl, cause he he's not that type of person. And if you think about Issa as a person, Issa's not a ghetto person, and she's she's very goofy, she's very like uh, outgoing, um, and she's she's the the least ghetto person you will probably think of, you know. Um, right. So I think Lawrence gravitates more towards non ghetto girls. And, yeah, I mean. Um, the, the sh- you started yeah. realizing that later. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I guess if you base it on just his his uh, the poor women he does seem to be dating, um, he doesn't seem to be interested in in those kind of women. But also, like, you know, I think what Tasha represents is the typical rebound, where he's just not entirely ready to date. And I don't think it has anything to do. I mean, it could be happy something to do with like maybe the way her personality comes off. Um, but it doesn't really have to. But I don't think it has to do um, with it entirely. Just because I think uh, for the most part, this is their relationship um, being what it is, is just a side effect of her being the rebound, and her like being the you know essentially the the, the side girl. 
for it. She wasn't the side girl, but she was definitely the rebound girl. And usually when you're the rebound, it you know, sadly, it doesn't work out for you, you know? I mean, she kind of said it, you know? She kind of said it, like, when they had their breakup. But she was just like, you know, I knew what this was, but, like, she was like, you a fuck nigga. She was like, she's like, she's like you, you're worse than a fuck nigga. You're a nigga who thinks he's... You're a fuck nigga who, who thinks he's a nice guy. And it's true. Like, you know, like, he didn't have to go to her house. Uh, she had, like, a barbecue. And he went to the barbecue with all the family members and everyone out there. Maybe they're not like you. Maybe they're not the same as you. But if you feel this type of way already, why are you there? Why That's, like, giving her false hope. You know? And and I think... I think for the most part, like, it's, it, that's fucked up. I think, um, you know, I think she has the right to be upset, you know? Um, but, you know, you kind of see, you know, you see Lawrence, like, struggle with that, like, idea of, like, damn, like, and, um, one of, you know, one of the things that happens in the show, in the, in the season where, um, he, he sleeps with Issa in season two, you know, really quickly. So... Let me stop you right there, because I want to actually conversate about that point of uh, Lawrence having sex with Issa, right, at the end of episode one. And then he just ended up leaving after that, right? I don't so think it was at the end of episode one. What I want one. to... It, it wasn't at the end of episode yeah, one. Yeah, it was at the end of episode one. Yeah. Uh, or right. the beginning... It's at the beginning or ending of it, because I wrote down episode one. Okay, sure. So, that's a bullet point I have here, is just like, what do you think that meant, right, of Lawrence having sex with Issa in that moment and just leaving right did that was was it just kind of okay like i missed you type of thing or you know they they they, they, pre- they presented themselves a lot a lot of of like hey theories of why why did he did that right one it could be like uh like a fuck you fuck or like goodbye fuck or i miss you fuck you know so what do you think it was i don't after think seeing it was, that and, i definitely don't think it was like an, an i fuck you fuck i think it was kind of like maybe like a mix of the i miss you i love you fuck you know i mean and i don't even want to even say like the word like fuck in that sense but you know i just think it was like a moment of like like it's it's a lot dude they haven't been together for some time he's been with her for five years you know and and they got history, so like you put people like that together, and they and they miss each other. It's obvious that they're gonna do something about it, you know. Especially if they yeah. n- never dealt with it, they haven't dealt with like truly their their issues. They haven't, and they they barely talked, right? Even when they were there. So 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 it's just like, what do you expect them to do? And like at the end, yeah, they have sex, and um, and then he leaves. You know, and I mean, regardless of how you, uh, regardless of why he did it, right? Of like, oh, like, was it this? Was it that? It's definitely a confusing thing in general for both of them. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, Issa is trying to get him back for the most part. You know, like Issa's trying to like, you know, be nice. Like she's she's playing very, not coy, but very like, like. She's being very thoughtful of it. She's not like grieving, like oh my god, and moping on his, on like like begging him. But she's also not like go like leaving him to be. You know, she's kind of dropping like hints of hey, I I want to work this out. You know, and you know, being but also respecting his privacy. You know. So yeah, exactly. So I mean, imagine how she feels. You know what I'm saying? Like she literally is in this weird moment of like I want you back, but I also don't want to be pushy. 
I want to give you your space, but I also want to make sure that like you know I I I want this to 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 be a thing. And then they have sex, and then he bounces. That's hella confusing. That just that doesn't really do much for you. That, that, that what does that do for you? It, it it leaves you with more questions and answers, you know. So exactly. And I think and I think for you know at the end of the day. I think it's confusing for him as well, but less confusing for him. Because at the end of the day, like, you know, while he was in the moment as well, like, you know, really for us, we have to execute that that kind of moment with sex. You know, we're the ones who have to insert something. So it's us who kind of, like, do not most of the act, but we do, we, we kind of initiate that act. You know what I'm saying? we kind of initiate the act. So while the act was consensual or whatever, it's still like him doing it. So you have less questions, you know, because you could be like, I was in the moment. I don't know what the, you know, I was in the moment. I was feeling you, blah, blah, yeah. I miss you. But for her, it's different for her. It's just like, it's like what the fuck? Shit, what was this? Cause you came, you came into yeah. my, you came into my, body you know you came into like literally and figuratively figuratively, you like are in you know you have done this entire act and like i said like it's not a bad thing it's a very consensual thing but it's still like a confusing because you're in the meaning behind of it all yeah because you're in limbo they're in limbo you know and i think for lawrence it could have been easily like because you don't really see lawrence like dwell upon it really kind of does it it's like ah I gotta get the fuck out of here and then leaves right and he kind of has a moment yeah, of like le- le- later on he do- he dwells on it though he, he does says he, like I-, I don't know why like I just yeah, I, it just I just it did just it, happened you know? exactly he, he confesses to Tasha about it you know and I think I think he dwells on it in that sense of like shit I'm fucking with Tasha but like I slept with Issa and I'm and I think what, what happens is it's not the act that bothers him well, maybe the act that bothers him, but what happens is that, like, just the meaning behind it. Like, I broke up with Issa because of cheating. And me and Tasha... And then I'm, I'm doing the same yeah, shit. Yeah, and, and they're... And, and, you know, they don't really discuss it, but essentially, they seem like they're exclusive. You know what I'm saying? They're not boyfriend and girlfriend or some shit. Yeah. But it they're, seems... It, they're dating. They're dating. And they're seems, mutually seeing each other, yeah, you know? They're mutually exclusive. That's what I mean. Like, they're exclusive. Because he, if he didn't... And that's why she, she was kind of like kind of caught off by it but also like understood like hey we never said what this was yada 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 but if you gotta say something it's because you feel that it's exclusive you know what i'm saying like if you didn't say shit it's because you got you got no you're not feeling any guilt about it because you're in the clear but if you if you say something it's because you feel that you've done something incorrect yeah, because you, you, at this point, he's been seeing her on the regular for a while now. Like, since he probably broke up with Issa, because at the end of season one, we see him we see him having sex with her. So, and now we catch up to them, and they're still hanging out. So, it's kind of like they're going on dates and shit. Right. So, it's like, and he's been sleeping over her house the whole weekend, because you, right, you've right. Know, he, he referenced that to his friend. Like, oh, you, you disappear for, for the weekend, and you come back, you know? And, um so like they they've been doing this for a while now. So I think that's why he felt like he needed to do that because they are sharing moments together. They are sharing these, you know, uh exclusive but also like intimate moments and you know, sharing things with each other. So they're at this point they they're they're pretty hard on the dating. Right. So I, I you know, 
you understand that perspective too. Right, right, and I and I think um as well, I think because as well, like um at his job, like they ask him like, "Yo, what's up with you? You you with somebody? You're not with somebody? What's your story?" And he's kind of like like oh, I don't know, like ah oh, maybe you know, but he yeah he has still like like you don't say the definitive answer because you know that you're you're in some shit. You know that you are in something. Maybe you're not entirely there yet, and that's under, that's understandable given the situation that they're in. But that's why he said some shit because he knew like ah uh, like I'm with Tasha, so I gotta tell her that I did, I did some shit. Um yeah, you know you you think that was the right move to make in his in his part telling Tasha to tell her the truth. I mean yeah, yeah I, I think so. I think I think especially in the beginning, I think it's. It, I think in the beginning, especially given the, where he's he's coming from, given the fact that like I think at the end of the day, when it comes to lying, it, it's just when it comes to lying about that kind of shit, it's better off just to say it. Cause like at the end of the day, like I I've, I've learned that like you know given the in the I've been in somewhat of a situation similar situation uh, of the insecure story, what hurts the most is not the act of cheating, but it's the lying behind it. Because, like, for example, let's say, let's say, whatever. I'll just give you an example. Let's say this, I'm talking to a girlfriend. And I say, oh, yo, I'm out with my boys. But I'm not. I'm fucking, you know, I'm doing something on the side. And it happens again and again or whatever. That, you know, I'm doing this, but I'm not doing that, you know? So what happens is, is that, like, your history, like, your story of us is, is fabricated. So then when you find out of the act... You don't, it's not the act that entirely it's it bothers you for sure, but what also bothers you is that your the, your history has to be rewritten now because every time I was I said I was doing something I wasn't, and that's hurt. That's like your story is incorrect, so you have to rewrite your story again, and that's what's hurtful. Like you know because then you think about all of the other yeah. moments that you you had this story in your head and that wasn't what that wasn't the case. Yeah, I get what you're saying, but when you're dating somebody like on like like here on the show, like what it comes down to is is why 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 would this person you know lie to begin with, right? If that like that's the case, right? What you were saying, like it, what like you have to understand, kind of like why would that person lie to me? What right. am what, like you know playing devil's advocate here is like there's a reason why you're lying about it, right? So you want to understand. As the person being lied to, why is that person lying to me? And getting to the root of the reason why that that lie even became or came from nowhere, right? Right. Because if 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 you're just quote unquote dating, you try to understand that like, hey, why is this person lying to me? In that right. sense, right? Like right. like what what's what's your trauma or what? First of all, what's your trauma or what am I doing that's me stopping you from being honest with me? Right. right? I mean, I mean, because a, if we're just in a dating world, yeah, we're all dating. We all understand what dating means. Like we're. We're out here trying to find somebody, and we could probably be talking to multiple people at the same time. So, like, that's a man and a girl thing. Like, that's not exclusive to one gender or the other. It's you know when you're all dating, you take it, you, you under, you, ha- you have that understanding of like, hey, this I'm here dating just as much as you are, and we're both trying to find somebody. We 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 could be like, you know what, right. I'm just gonna stick with you. I mean, I I get what thing, you, you know? I get what you're saying, especially in the early in the early stages. I feel like it's a lot of like no harm, no foul. You know, like in the very early stages, I feel like 
if I was, you know, starting off with somebody and then they slept with somebody else or they slept with their ex, it's like, all right, like, it's literally only been a few months. Like, it's okay. Like, I'd rather it, yeah. it, it, we get over that so then we can work through that or not work through that. Like, either we like, oh, okay, we check ourselves like, oh, okay, cool. You did this shit. Do you want this or you don't want this? Yeah. But think of exactly. it like this. Like that. That's the moment to be honest about, right. like, right. Are we, but, do, 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 is this something you want to pursue or not? Right, and I think I think those kind of moments are pivotal in relationships because, like, when you have friction, you realize, like, do you want to continue on with the friction or not, you know? Yeah. So I think it's... An, so d- d- yeah. So I think it is important that he did say something because at the end of the day, like, he didn't want to continue with that friction of, of, with him and Tasha. You know what I'm saying? If he kept, sure. like, just putting yeah. up an act... I think he would have been stuck in his head and think like I gotta I gotta kind of like how 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 Issa felt like guilty, so she was like I gotta keep doing this shit. I think Lawrence would have felt in the same like predicament of like ah well I fucked up because I, I I stuck with Issa now I gotta be with your family and hang out with you more because I feel guilty about it. Nah, you gotta just clear clear the air, you know. And then that yeah, way but, you uh, that, that family thing wouldn't di- didn't was nowhere near happening at that moment in time. No, but I'm just saying in general, like if he kept the ruse of like lying oh, okay. about it or not lying, but if he kept the ruse of not bringing it up, I think it would have bothered him. You know, especially yeah, yeah, I think it would have, especially I, after the experience he had. Yeah. Exactly, it would have bothered him, and then he would have just tried to cover it up. And who knows, like he might have just would have stayed longer because yeah. he's been try- was trying to cover it up. You know. And then once yeah. again, if you, co- I, 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 if you cover it up for too, there's a, there's a time period for everything. If you tell her early, no harm, no foul, right? But if you cover it up and then later on, let's say hypothetically, they were, they got together for like a year and then like, ah, in the beginning, I, I took an Issa. Like, damn, dude, that's a whole year you waited. You know what I'm saying? Like, eventually, like, if you yeah. say some shit, it fucks up, it, it just fucks everything up. Yeah. Exactly, because then you have to check it. Like, what the fuck what was happening? Right, here, you know? right. I mean, I mean, I mean, I don't know. Like, would yeah. would you have said something if you were Lawrence or in general? Well, it, it depends. Like, I, I think, um, I, I think, uh, I, I think the what made it important to say is because it was an ex, right? Because it's like, hey, I did something with my ex, even though you kind of know the history of what happened between right. me and them, you know? Right. Because you know, when you whenever you date somebody, you kind of you kind of understand. You kind of talk about the history, right? And, she, and, and and Tasha knows exactly that he had just broken up with his girlfriend. Right. Because she was trying to get with him while he was, you know, tied down. So she understands. Like, she knows the history here. She knows what's, She knows the deal, right? Because she's not stupid either. She knows that she's a rebound. She knows that. Right. Because it's like, I had just broken up with my girl, and now I'm having sex with you. So, like, she knows what, what's the deal here. Right. Um, so, and that, and that's in that sense of just like, yeah, like that, there, there should be some form of honesty there. Cause you know, you might, you know, my history and I don't want to make you feel like I'm fucking with you. Right. But then you have to take it to the other sense of like, let's say that this is two people who just met. Right. And who are both of both of them, you both know that you're dating and you end up having sex with other people. I don't, I don't know about like if. I don't think it would be something that you would say to somebody that you both know that we're just dating. Right? So, so in the general dating world, like, right, like right now, like let's say you're single and then you're dating somebody and you guys haven't made it, yeah. like you guys haven't had the talk yet, then you'll date other people. 
and then you don't have to disclose. Yeah, you continue doing your thing until you have until right. you have that conversation. Like, hey, I like you, and I, you know, I'm willing to just be. Right. I'm not saying let's be boyfriend and girlfriend, but let's be exclusive with each other. You know, and then if it gets and if we do good, like all right, let's let's right. let's think, become something yeah, more serious. Yeah, you know? for sure, and I think that's important. But I don't think I don't think at that point. I mean, I don't think it's even worth mentioning what you did or haven't done. Well, before that. Right, moment. right. I, I think I, it matters once that that conversation happens. Right, and I and I, I and I agree with you for sure. Once that conversation occurs, like, hey, like we're together, we're exclusive, whatever. Then yeah, like yeah, because uh, in that moment you decide, right? right it's yeah. up to you to make that decision whether yeah. you want to be with this person or not, or if you right. want to pursue it if you think it's worth pursuing. Because if right. not, you're like, nah, you know, I think we we're just having fun. I thought we we're gonna keep doing that. Yeah, no, I think. And then a, I think that means you don't want to pursue that person. Right, and I think so. it's important that like people couples whatever people in situationships as they say nowadays i think it's important to have those conversations because like a lot of people assume a lot of things and then uh we kind of yeah. see that later it gets fucked up yeah we kind of see that later like not to jump ahead but we, we've done that so far in season i think in three no go for it no it's i mean we're, we're season, a conversation about season two man it's season okay four season four season three where molly dates mm-hmm. andrew and molly is and andrew's still dating other women and they never have a talk yeah. So and they never had to talk. They never had to talk. No harm, no foul. No harm, no foul. So you know she felt some type of way first because she was about to curve him. Like fuck it. He he he's talking to other girls, but like you never claimed your property. You never claimed your not your property. You never claimed your yeah, territory. You, you you never had the conversation to kind of be like, are you sure, do should we pursue this or right, not? Right, right, exactly. And that that's imp- that's important. And I think a lot of people like like how Molly felt. Like Molly felt like ah well I'm not gonna have that conversation or whatever. I'm just gonna drop him. It's like you're already starting off in a realm of lack of communication, you know, cause exactly. you're, you're in a realm of, yeah. as, of assumptions of like that. This is what it is. And this is what it could be. And if you just play off your assumptions, that means you don't want to address issues already in the beginning of your relationship. And that's already built. Your foundation is starting to be built on lack of communication. So like, yeah. I just think and it's it a, just becomes toxic. So like, even if it's like evident, I think even if it's like purely evident that like, oh, we're exclusive, I think the conversation needs to be said. I think, I oh, think, it, still, I think yeah. it needs to be had of like, hey, like I've, I've, you know, no matter, no matter how stupid it is, it right, needs to happen. Right. I, I've dated people and the conversation is like literally like two seconds of like, yo, we're together, right? Yeah. Good. Cause I want us to be together. Me too. Great. I like doing this, and I want to keep doing this without with anybody else. That's it. It's like literally when you're when exactly. it's when it's that good, when it's already like oh shit, we're that good. That conversation is like like three minutes. Like it's like two minutes. Like you know, it's, it's a short conversation. It's when it's gray that it's like oh I don't know. And what do you think? And she blah 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 blah. Like no, if you know a hundred percent, you're both on the same page. That conversation is super easy to have because. You're both on the same page. It's like, hey, you want to eat pasta? Yeah, I want to eat pasta. Cool. Well, let's get some pasta. That's it. You know? Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I, I just think in general, those conversations need to be had. I think Tasha knew yeah. what she was getting into. Very important. Um, yeah. But at the end of the day, I think, you know, Lawrence, Lawrence, at the end of the day, we see, we you know, skip ahead. We see his fuck, his fuck nigga mode. He's, he's. Yeah, I, I would. I wanted to bring it back to that point you said because you know earlier before I interrupted you, you were saying that you know she was calling him you you worse than a fuck nigga, right? So it's kind of like what I want to ask you now, right? Is what do you feel? Because he's he because you said like oh he never even thought about it that way. 
So what was your what was your thinking there, like of him yeah. kind of self analyzing himself, like yeah, am I a fuckboy? You he know, is, like he is a, am I that guy? He is a fuckboy. I mean, I think I I don't want to say I think everyone has their moments of doing that kind of stuff, but I I think he is. I think he he at that moment he cared about just getting his issue off, like he cared about like the sex, and you've seen that when they're watching June North, I believe. And she's all hyped about yeah, it. Yeah, Do North, which is, which is the 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 show within the show right, of season two. Right, and, and, and everybody loves it. My master, <laughs> and uh, whatever. So she's you know all excited about it, and he's trying to start something like you know start the flame, start get, trying to get intimate, and she's like, ah, I'm good. Like I just want to watch my show, and that's happens when you build when you're in a relationship where like. Not every day. But 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 that was after that conversation he had that he fucked with Issa and he came back to her and she let him in again. So I, I felt like in that moment she was still not comfortable with him yet. Nah, like, I think that was just showing I think that that episode because that's also before he had a conversation yeah, but that's, with That's with, before with, the the dinner the the park dinner. But it's also when he, yeah, it is. But he has a conversation with one of his boys, and he's the 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 short dude. I can't find his name. Like I was trying to find it, but he yeah. has a conversation yeah, with one, with one of his, his boys, and he's just like, "Oh, so y'all together?" And he's just like, "Nah, we just messing around." And like he's like, "Oh, be careful! Like you know, she might be into you." She's like, "He's like, nah, she knows what this is." Like he kind of just says, "Like nah, she she's good. Like she knows what what this is about." And, um, and so he, you know, he, and then I think that's the episode where, where he pretty much establishes like, oh, no, nah, we're just, um, we just, you know, we just fuck. And then I think that episode, she's trying to just fuck. And she's just like, no, because, because, you know, she likes him. You know what I'm saying? Like, so like, I don't know. Interesting. I, I think that's what. It's funny because I, I took it the other way. I took it as a like she's still cold with him because of the fact that, you know, he, you know, has sex with Issa and she's still trying to process the fact whether she should trust him or not. And again, so that's yeah. how I took it. As. Yeah, no, I, t- I, I took and, it. As- it's funny. You, you took it as like a oh, relationship shit. I took it as <laughs> I took it as the show is trying to tell you that his mindset is that his the show's trying to tell you that his mindset of the relationship is 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 a strictly on the physical and the phys- more physical obviously because he was like oh go out because he was like yo go out with her and you don't never take her out and he's like oh, i don't got to she know what this is you know what i'm saying yeah but that's before he has sex with Issa, though right and then he's like he tells her oh we should go out or something but i'm yeah. just saying bef- that's still setting up the fact that like he he sees he's it in that fuck way. mode essentially he sees it that way he sees it as a relationship that's like a, a, a sexual relationship and the the guy's name is Chad. I was trying to figure out what his name was. His name was Chad. Yeah. What a, what weird, a white name. What a, yeah. What a what a weird name. I don't think they ever say his name. His name is Chad. But they never say that nigga's name. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so white. Um. But yeah, dude. It he, makes sense though. Yeah, he's um. Yeah, he's going through his shit, bro. And 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 um that season as well. He goes from, you know, so we're on Lawrence. Let's just finish Lawrence's story arc. He goes from breaking up with Tasha, like, and immediately after dating. Oh, essentially, he sold her out because of the company party. 
where he ends up meeting these group of co-workers that he ends up getting along with and doing shit with for them. Right. So he ends up uh, dating um, the Spanish girl. His co-worker friend. His co-worker. Is uh, Aisha something like that? Oh, her name was very... Oh. Uh, it's like, it's like well, an A Lamora, something like that, or something like that. Iba. Aparna. 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 I got it right here. I got it right here. I got it right here. Look at that, yeah, dude, doing exactly. the research. So, uh, he dates a partner. It's funny. That, 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 yeah. Well, that was an interesting one. Yeah, because, like, it's interesting because I didn't see, I think, out of, you know, I don't, I didn't really, out of all the women he's dated, Apollo's very short-lived as well. Um, You know. But it's the girl he kind of deals with his issues with because he was paranoid with her about her because she, she used to have sex with one of the other co-workers. Right. And he was paranoid that she still liked him or that she wanted to be with him. So right. he was... I, I, this this little relationship was for him to deal with the fact that, that he got cheated on. Yeah. And um, dealing with that paranoia. And like she was like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not dealing with this bullshit, <laughs> essentially. Yeah, yeah. No, I think I think for the most part, um, that, that, that part of... Uh, bit was just a show that he's still dealing with like ramifications of like Issa and his and his breakup, and you know I don't know, dude. Like he should know better though, cause like why would you bring a Parna to a a party? You just started dating her. That's you yeah, just that started. Had, like, that's the bullet point I had. <laughs> you just started dating <laughs> that was her, so weird. and you're bringing her to it was Derek's party. It was Derek. Yeah, and his, his friend. Tiffany, yeah. and it's like it's like, yo, it's too much. It's you know, it's too close to proximity. It's not like, oh, it's not like, oh, Derek is throwing a party with the boys. Like, all, right, all the boys come through. This is a party he's throwing, and his girl's gonna be there. His girl's one of the girl's best friend is Issa. Like, you know better. Like, you should know exactly. Better. You know, and like Issa could have could have brought. Uh, you know, she could have maybe hit up with Daniel, hit up Daniel, or you know, something like that. I don't think at the time she was talking to Daniel yet, was she? What was she talking to Daniel in season two or no? Daniel, she was living with him in season two. No, I thought she comes in. No, no, season no, that's season three. She's living with Daniel in season three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And season two, she was no, she was not talking to him. Right, but she ends up running into him later on in the season, where that's where she started talking to him again, and that's where we pick up at the end of uh, season two is where she moves in with Daniel. Yeah, because um, remember she didn't talk to him for a while, and she meets up with him at uh, she sees him at that uh, big ass party they were having, uh, like that 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 this weird party where they had tables. Remember it was her Molly and her other friend. Right. Um, the big one I forgot her name right now. Um, whatever you know what I'm talking about. And they're going there, and she sees Daniel with his people, and she goes up to him. Right. And she's like, "Hey, I want to talk to you. Like, I want to make sure that we're cool." And he's like, "Yeah, we're cool. Like, I don't give a fuck about you." And he's kind of like, "All right, leave. Like, <laughs> I'm going back to my people." Right. And and then they see each other later on that night. Um. When they're all at this diner. Yeah, Kelly's getting fingered. And then 
there you go, Kelly. That's her name, Kelly. She's getting fingered, and he's kind of like, oh, is she getting fingered? And then, you know, that's how we lead into the the part where um, uh, they start talking again. And, right. you know, that's how they become friends again. That's where she ends up, you know. And that's where Lauren sees the picture of 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 Issa talking to him at that diner because Kelly posted it on Facebook or something like that. Right. And then um, Lawrence blocked her on Facebook. And then he started dating Aperna after that. Ah, okay, okay. So, yeah, so yeah. Um, I know also, like, you know, because you know, the thing is, like, another thing that solidifies, I forgot this part, another thing that solidifies, um, you know, Lawrence being on his fuck tip is, like, you know, he's going to go to a party with his boys and he's at the liquor store and if he gets his wallet... He meets yeah. two white girls and they're like, oh, yep. I will pay for your shit. And yeah. And then he has essentially a threesome with them. And like, yeah. you know, it's purely. That was a weird one. I didn't like that one. Why didn't you like that one? It's just, you know, people using him because he was black. Yeah. Like, it's something those two white girls were doing. And they're they've. And they've been doing that because they're like, oh, remember there's a guy we'd fat sex with? Oh, he could have, he did, he did both of us, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, like, they're just talking about all these, you know, uh, black guys they kept entrapping, I, I would like to say, because I, I felt like they were just using these black guys and it made me feel like they were lesbians, right? I don't know. Something was weird between those girls. I mean, like, obviously. The whole situation was I, just weird. I mean, obviously, if they're, you know, they're making out for each other, not obviously, but if they're, you know, also being intimate together, they could be, you know, uh, bisexual, pansexual, obviously. So, or queer. I don't know. It, there's too much. De- there, there's too many definitions, and I I can't keep up with all of them. But um, but yeah. But, but regardless, that situation was weird. Though. Yeah, it was weird. I, I, I think I think that just kind of showed. I think it was a weird. I think that that uh, that little segment showed this thing of like this dude is clearly on his like I need to fuck tip right now, and it also just showed like the. Um, the over like stereotyping of like black men in general of like oh you're black so your dick has to be big and you need to fuck me like this and yada 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 and you know like just look um like like loving black men for like maybe like their physique but not for who they are you know and it's just like yeah i think that that kind of shows like that kind of like like social thing you know like where like you know, you you'll date you'll fuck a black guy but you won't date you won't marry a black guy especially when there's like race like yeah with, especially when it's interracial stuff like that i think that kind of shows that side of like yeah. dating and not all not all people do that but some people do do that so yeah but in that situation that's what was happening oh there. for sure for sure they yeah. were just kind of using, using him for him. the physicality yeah, of yeah it all. exactly yeah for sure and that sucks and it was really weird that whole situation was weird um you know and then um you know the 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 one of my favorite episodes of this season was literally the last episode of the season where which was you know we we had the thirty days with Lawrence, thirty days with Molly, yeah, thirty yeah. days with Issa, For sure. And thirty days with Lawrence was you know pretty much the culmination of his relationship with Aperna and how paranoid he was. You know the things he did with her, like they went on dates and they were being cute, and and it just ends up with him kind of like letting out all his insecurities out on her and his issues and his trauma. Right, yeah. And and she's just like, yeah, I'm not going to deal with this shit. And especially right. after she saw that Issa was calling him and she was like, no, man, fuck you. Like, that's your problem here. Right. Like, I don't want to deal with you and your problems 
and this other shit you're dealing right, with. Like right. I'm, I'm out of here. I think I think I think that episode it, showed like at least her side. It's very like just because you go through things and like we all go through our own shit and we all go through trauma. Clearly, Lawrence has went through some trauma. He's experiencing trauma because of you know what happened to him and Issa. That don't mean that the person you date needs to carry that shit with you, like. Like, yeah, or deal with it or deal with it at all like and it's a weird thing where i think especially in dating because like especially now like older we're all older we all go through our shit everyone doesn't leave this no one leaves this world like not scathed in some way so you go through your shit yeah exactly but, and it's okay to go through your shit but you can't put your shit onto somebody else even if you're still currently going through it it's not their job to hold it so i just think it's like mad disrespectful for not magically special, but like for Lawrence, obviously having securities, I understand why you might have them, but it's her right to jump ship whenever she wants because literally you toss to the dumbbell and she never says she's gonna lift it up for you, you know. So like, yeah. you deal with your shit and you can talk and you can talk about it, but there's no way that you're gonna like start gaslighting somebody or start putting up your trauma onto them and without dealing with your trauma. There's ways to, to like own your shit. And talk about it effectively, which he didn't do. Yeah, try to be productive about it. Right, and I think that just shows, like, once again, like, you not dealing with Issa. Like, you, you guys need to, to talk. Obviously, we know when the talk happens, season four. But that the whole fucking series is about them, like, not ever talking about. Like, for four seasons, essentially, they never talk about what went wrong, what happened, and like why you know things were sour so for the whole series it's them avoiding those conversations it's them dealing with their issues but not really you know so it's one of those things where like they develop a lot as characters in terms of like their personalities in terms of their career their mindset they do um but they have that that block because they never discuss it um one of the things that happened at the end of the ep- that episode I believe that an episode is um, he goes to Issa's house uh, to pick up the couch. Oh yeah, yeah, and they kind of have that conversation just a little bit, but not enough to break the surface. Very small. Very small. Kind of like yo, yeah. I'm sorry for what I did. I love you, yada yada. I love you too. Blah blah blah. And then it comes and like literally, I right, I don't know if you can remember when you how you felt when you saw the episode for the first time but there's a segment in that episode in that last at the at the end where lauren proposes and it's a fake it's a fake yeah she imagines the flash flash forward yeah but do you did you think that was real like let's say like the beginning like when he just said he's like oh will you marry me like right there absolutely not i didn't think it was real yeah when even when i first saw it i never thought it was real right like because i you already know Issa's imagination is very active and you know she chances out a lot. Usually when she's going through shit or when she wants something to happen or whatever it is that she goes through. So I knew it was a lie because there's no way he was gonna do that after still feeling like shit as he's been this entire season. Right. Um so I didn't think it was ever real. But it was very touching. Like that whole sequence was fucking like it was it was a it was an up sequence essentially. <laughs> and then right. it snaps you back to reality of like, nah, this is not this is what she wants, not the reality of it all right yeah no and um i mean honestly i think that's like my favorite of all like i have a few insecure moments and i think that one is like one of my top favorite moments and then it's uh 
I think the part where in season four where they get back together and he was like, oh, I had fun. This, this made me happy. Uh, and then she's like, you made me happy. And I was like, oh, fuck. That, that part, that part was so good, man. <laughs> what a fucking line. Yeah. Um, That's I, so funny. Um, I think, yeah, so I think that, that's a good, that was a good scene. Um, and you know, it, 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 and it ends, you know, with him leaving, him closing the door. Um, and then, and then, yeah, and then he goes to what? He goes to sees, no, he goes to, she goes to Daniel's house, right? Um, no, after this, you know, she leaves and then she kind of, uh, moves out and ends up going to Daniel's house. She ends the, the very last shot of the season is her going to Daniel's house and her just going to his apartment in his house. And that's it. And it ends there. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, what I want to, you know, now that we finished, we kind of finished, uh, Lawrence's arc here in season two. Yeah. I want to jump into Molly's because I think Molly's is also a, a short, is shorter than the, the oh, wait, other ones. Wait, wait, before um, we before we drop to Molly, because I know we're kind of done with Lawrence and Issa. Um, with Daniel, Daniel comes in the picture, right? And there's this moment where um, I think uh, the the girls are talking about sex and like how if, you know good good head can control a dude or some shit like that. So Issa go down on Daniel, and oh uh, yeah, th- yeah, this does happen there. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, gives him a blowjob. I have a note about that too. Gives him a blowjob, and yeah. he kind of um, climaxes. He comes on her. Yeah, <laughs> he climaxes in her face. Yeah. Um, and she's upset about it. All right. Yeah. All right. I don't know. I, All right. I, th- this I got thoughts. <laughs> yeah. Got- after watching it again, I still, I, I still, cause he did say I'm gonna come. So and, yeah, I got I got some feelings but it's it's it's, it's weird. It's it's a weird situation though because the way it plays out, he's telling her like he's holding in the back of her head, and he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna come," and I guess she goes faster, and then, or I don't know what happens, and then he comes on her face. So I, I like I, I don't I I think that's still fully an accident, you know. Well, for sure. I mean, I mean, it's it's something that's naturally happens you know your body reacts and you really you can know when it's coming uh <laughs> pun intended but well, I, but you he did say that you he said i'm coming it. it's not like you can it's not it's not once it once it's it's happening uh, you can't stop it and it's one of those things where wherever it's aiming that's where it's gonna go right and she was controlling his dick it's not like he was controlling it right now so it's kind of like so i can understand him being like hey like my bad but I think at the end of the day, like, okay, you have a, you, I can see why you're upset. You have cum in your eye. I feel like they over-exaggerated to cum. Like, why are you having an eye patch or, like, holding your eye in a weird way? Like, this shouldn't. Yeah, it doesn't work Can't you way. just wash it out? Like, I don't know. I never got cum, I never got cum in my eye, but it doesn't seem that big of a deal. But. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Um, but, um. I don't know. I just feel. But but they made it. They made it seem like it was a water gun squirt right. in the eye. Like, you know what I mean? Like they made it seem like his cup was filled with like onions and salt. Like it burned her eye or some shit. Like yo, what are you eating? <laughs> like it, it like it was so strong that it fucking it poked her or like, something. Like it was hot sauce. Like he come, like I, he comes hot sauce yeah. on her eye. Like no, but but I think <laughs> I I think in general like okay, you're upset. Cool. 
But I think at the end of the day, like, he didn't handle it well either because he the way he defused the situation was kind of like, oh, I guess we're even. And she was like, what the fuck does that mean? You know, like, that's not a... Yeah, that was a very a, stupid a comment he made when say, they, were, they were having a conversation um, about that a few days later. When we I'm are just kind of like, like you know, why would you fucking to, like, say that? Like, together. that's the stupidest thing you could ever say. And Actually, it doesn't even make sense. Why he? I I understand why he was saying it because he was kind of he was joking with her. It was a joke. I was just kind of like, hey, you know, whatever. Like, oh, now we're even, whatever, because you know, stupid shit has happened between us. But it was a it was a dumb joke at a very poor moment, and it should have happened. I think uh, it it was too raw at that moment. And I think if you would have made that joke like later on, a few days later, a week later, you know, and they and, and they talked about it again. And he was like, oh, man, it made us even or whatever. Like, it, I think she would have kind of like, oh, you fucking asshole, you know, whatever. But she would have never taken it personally. But in that moment, when you're apologizing, when you're kind of like, yo, I'm sorry, like, it's a mistake. You know, I wasn't aiming to do that. It, it, it makes complete sense that in that moment, you don't joke about that. Especially when you're apologizing and all that crap. Like, it's it's not the time or the place to do it. Um so I, I completely understand why she would get mad. It's it's a poor it's a poor joke and a poor taste, you know. Absolutely. Yeah. No. So I, yeah, you know, I I I I agree with her storming out. Like you could have handled the situation better. Like obviously, like um, you know, it's it's kind of hard to control those kind of body fun uh functions. But like you know, obviously she don't she doesn't like it. So it's because she doesn't like it. A quick apology, like, hey, my bad, I'll do better next time, you know, I, stuff like that, you know, and, and just, you know, own up to you, own up to it, that's it, but, like, the whole, like, oh, tit for tat, like, that, that's just childish, and, you know, we had a conversation yeah. about Daniel, um, last, last, uh, recap episode, and we were like, oh, he's a nice guy, and it's like, no, dude, Daniel isn't a nice, is, he's, he's alright, like, he's not, like, a nice guy, but he's also not a bad guy, but, like, he's alright, you know what I'm saying, like, and this is one of those moments where, like, you say petty shit all the time. Like, when shit don't go your way or there's some, some friction with Issa, you be like, you throw her under the bus for, like, no reason. You know? Yeah. So, like, yeah, like, he could have just handled that. He could have handled his shit better. He didn't. No, for sure. I, I think that, that moment, you know, it's such a sensitive moment. And um, the fact that she doesn't like it, the accident happened. I think, I think both of them could have handled it better. You know, in in the whole conversation of it all, um, mm-hmm. so it, it it's 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 like we always say, like right, all this is about having conversations. You get what I'm saying? Right. Like this should have been a conversation that should have been had. And, um, what can I say? It's I wouldn't say in the moment, but it should have been in the moment. Like I I think that um, it could have been like, hey, Isa could not freaked out about it as much as she did. I mean, um, I think I think she, I think she overreacted in my opinion. Um, just because you know this is it's sex and what you're doing and where your mouth is and your face. But regardless, you feel the type of way about it, fine. But at the end of the day, I don't think it does anyone any good to like meet her at that energy. You know, like yeah, what's the point exactly. Of a, no, no, for sure. Yeah, like I think she overreacted, but what's the point of being like? Um, um, you know, like, well, like, I, I got you, like, nah, dude, like, 
especially if you want to be with this person or you want to make things right, there's definitely no point of taking the petty route, you know? Yeah, exactly. Exactly, yeah. I completely agree. Yeah. It, it, it was just a weird, awkward situation. And sometimes when shit like that happens in sex, you just kind of have to accept the awkwardness and discuss it and kind of in the end laugh it off. And I think... um I think something that is something that both of them didn't do, especially like when it's something that you don't like. You know, it's you just have a conversation about it. Like, like how right. how would he, like in a sexual act, how would I know what you or what you like or don't like if you don't tell me about it? And if it just so happens that you don't like it, you'd be like, you could be like, hey, I don't like that. Like, don't ever do that again. Type of thing, you know. Right, because right, it's right. not something like I'm aiming to do. It's not like he purposely grabbed his dick and he's like, "Let me get your face." You know what I'm saying? Like he didn't do that. It's, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it's not something that 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 happens. Like he is. It's not like she. He another thing. Like he he he. It's not like he didn't say he was gonna come and then he came on her and she's like, "What the fuck? Like why didn't you let me know?" You know, type of thing. You know, like yeah. He did say, "Hey, I'm coming," and it, and it's. It's one of those things where you just, if you're in the middle of that, you just kind of move away from it, you know? Right, right, exactly. <laughs> like, you you got, you, you know, I, I think, you know, he, he communicated effectively what was about to happen. And if you didn't want it, <laughs> I'm going to say this reference, even though it's in bad taste. Um, right. uh, and we're going to probably talk about um, this guy in a sec, you know, later on in the, um, <laughs> and um, as we review something, but Dave Chappelle has a joke very, very like not a couple years ago around like Ari R. R. Kelly, and uh, oh, obviously, yeah. obviously R. Kelly, you know he's a predator, terrible shit, um, you know monster guy. Um, but Dave Chappelle has a joke about you know he peed on the girl, and R. Kelly, uh, Dave Chappelle has a joke of like you know she could have just like like moved away. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. you know i mean it's a terrible thing you know joking aside but yeah like back to insecure like yo he told you like you yeah. could just got out the way in this moment like she's in control of his dick he's not right right so it's like the dick is in her mouth <laughs> and in her hands right so whatever way you're aiming at or whatever way is happening that's where it's gonna come out from so it's right. kind of like it's up to you to decide whether you you want to swallow or you just want to move away from it. You know, like right, right, yeah, yeah. Um, so it, it, it's a tough situation, but it, again, it's something that like could have been talked about in that moment. It could no, have exactly. been you I know think, discussed in that moment. Yeah, like hey, I don't like that. Even if it was an accident, she could be like, "Yo, I don't like this shit. Don't ever do that again." Like right, exactly. And he could have owned up to it. But like, like how would he know? How would she know? Like you know, I don't know. Yeah. You know, so it's it, it, again, you know, it's like with anything, anything type of relationship, whether it's sexual friendship or actual being partner with somebody, it's right. all it comes down to communication, right? What you like or Absolutely. don't like. Don't ever assume that you, you know, the person knows what you want or what you like or, or how do you do things or how you don't do things like that. Those assumptions should never be made. No matter how minor it is, it should always be conversated about because sometimes it's not as easy as it's not the assumption is always the wrong thing right usually. yeah and uh, yeah that, i mean i think i think the whole show is a pivotal like learning point about communicating you know yeah. and about like 
proper communication and like you know talking to one another so i think i think that's what um like if you don't have that then then it's 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 bound to fall apart you know yeah exactly for sure uh let's jump into molly now um molly you know this season she i think she finally decided to go to therapy but she's not fully participating in her therapy so she feels it's not working because uh, you know she's not fully participating in it. Um, she she feels like the therapist is out to get her. <laughs> so she's very defensive when she's going through that therapy. How do you feel about that? I mean, you know, as someone who's been to therapy, like, and I've been to two different therapists. I think therapy. I think therapists, like in general, like I think when you go into therapy, it's like any relationship. You have to, um you have to find someone who's good for you. Like, find someone who understands you, who can you can relate to. Um, and I think it's important. And I think Molly does find someone who she feels comfortable with. But Molly, in general, just has, a like, a, a block, like, a, a wall that she's refusing to, like, like you know, uh, to let go of. And she kind of talks about it, where, like... Um, like, hey, like, are you going to let me in? Like, are you just, are you are just going to, like, you know, not let me in? And, and <clears throat> her therapy sessions are reminding me a lot of my therapy sessions. Like, a lot of just, like, work, you know? Like, not work in the sense of, like, physical work, but, like, sense of, like, hey, you have this issue. You should look at your current situation like this and work on it in these ways. Like, by doing these steps. And it seems like what therapy is for Molly at the current, like what, how it's, I mean, for the most of, for the show is like, if you're not aligning with her ideology, then, then she doesn't really take well to it. You know, like if you're giving her a different perspective, she doesn't really gravitate towards it. And, um, I think... I think for the most part, um, she has trouble with that, you know, and she struggles with that through therapy. And I think she makes no no progress in therapy. I mean, I just if she did, she wouldn't have the same issues over and over. So. Yeah, because I, I, like I said, she's she's not participating in her sessions. She's not. No, absolutely not. And she's very very defensive. Right. Very exactly. defensive to her yeah. thing. Um. Yeah. So, so you know, she's going through that in that point, and you know, she's still dating people. I think this is when she uh, um, she uh meets up with uh she meets uh Sterling K Brown, you know, love me some Sterling K Brown. Um, I actually forgot he was in this season. Yeah, it's until so I saw him again. It's so interesting because you know he wasn't big yet, I guess, but he's such a good actor. No. Like he, he he's such a he's good, so good he's such a good actor and it's funny because like that 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 relationship right that was very short lived like one episode right he's super into her right he's it, it's what episode and a half because he pops up later on in right, another episode exactly and he's super into her and he is you know she has this thing of like she even said it where like she contradicts herself as a character not in her, in her ideology a few times where not in that moment but just in All general time. just in general where 
he looks at her and then he like he likes you know that she's that she's a career woman that she has her shit together that she's like you know w- you know very independent so he likes a lot of those things about her and she takes it as oh I'm just a woman that checks off your bu- your list I'm just a I'm just <laughs> a woman that you're looking at just as like you don't really like me you like like what you see on paper but yeah. you know back to season one. She was literally on the dating app, the league, looking for people who were on her status, like who were yeah. on. Like it's like, yo, like w- you literally were just doing this a few months ago. Then when you had you had Jared, who was you know a decent guy. Ah, he, he no does, career, no career. I can't be with him. Blah blah blah. Didn't go to college. Right, exactly. <laughs> so it's just like. What do you want, man? Like, what? What is it? You know. And I think that's where she meets Joe, and they start. In the, I think in that episode. Um, and they kind of. I think she in that. Shortly episode, after that, yeah. Yeah, I think. Um, did they meet at a party? Yeah, they, they meet at that thing I told you about. That it was her and Kelly. Well, that big they, they big party meet at a. They first meet at a. At a, I think at a at a coffee shop. Doesn't... Oh, at at a, at, a, at a, it was a a a, cook, a a cupcake shop. Yeah, yeah, and they they see, he sees her and her friend there. Yeah, so yeah, dude, I don't know, like that's so that happens, right? So, what do you feel about? How do you feel about her getting in that situation? Um. Okay. So you know, you know how you say it's, it's all about checking off boxes, right? So, she's always interested in guys that because that that it's 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 tough. I I have I have I have the idea. I just can't really express right now. It's 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 kind of like she has these um she has these rules, these things that she wants out of a relationship, and when she gets them, she doesn't know what to do with them. And then she ends up falling for people that don't really fit her or her lifestyle either. So, because in this moment in time, like, Joe's married. He's in an open relationship, but in the end, he's married. So he would never be able to give her what she wants. Right, exactly. Because she she keeps comparing it to, like, oh, I want to have what my parents have. Like, a loving relationship. They're together through everything. And, like... You know, it's they're all you know they're 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 been together all these things. Like you can't be with this guy because he's married, and he doesn't want to leave his wife. Like it, it it's it's you, you never get the sense of like oh like I I I don't really care about my wife or like I don't I don't really you know like he loves his wife whether you want to believe that or not, but he he never he he has he doesn't have the thought of ever leaving her. Right. I mean. So it, like. It's interesting because, you know, they, at first, when you see them together, you don't even know that, um, when, when it's happening, you don't even, in my opinion, I didn't believe Joe. I was like, oh, he's lying. He's not an open relationship when I first saw the show. I was like, he's, he's clearly lying. So that's not it. Has to be the fact, it has to be something else, you know? But Obviously, you we find out he's not lying. Like he has phone call with his wife while Molly's there, you know. Like so, he's not lying at all. And Molly sees his wife. And his and she, wife knows about Molly too. And she's super casual about it. Like she's not awkward about it. 
Um, but I I don't think I don't think that he. It's it's one of those things that like with Joe, I just see him as like an opportunist. You know, like he he is in an open marriage, right? That him and his wife decided to be on. That's cool. Why would I ever bring up my wife to anybody else? Like, there's no point. Like, hey, she exists. I love her. That's never going to change. We can do what we got to do. Why would you never see Joe outside of Molly? So within, within Molly, yeah. he wouldn't. there's no point to bring it up because he knows how Molly feels about it. So why ruin a good thing? You know, like, I'm fucking Molly on the side. Why would I bring it on my wife and tell her tell her how much I love her? No. You know? So I think we don't know enough of Joe to conclude that he doesn't love his wife or something like that. It's just like he's playing the field because he's allowed to. And if you're allowed to play the field, why would you bring up the fact, you know, you already brought it up one time. You don't need to, like, stay it again, you know? That's it. Like, hey, my wife is cool with this. Are you cool with this? You cool with this? Cool. All right, so what do you like now? Time now that you're cool with it, I need to wine and dine you. So I'm not gonna bring up my wife anymore because you're cool with that. And that's it. I don't have to show you my life, that lifestyle. And the minute what happens, the minute that she brings up, she brings up his wife, he gets defensive. Like, yo, don't talk about what, what me and my wife do. Meaning, like, hey, what we got yeah. going on is between us. What me and my wife got going on is between us. So you don't talk about yeah. that. And that's it. Like, it's separate. And I think he, I think he's in the right. I don't. Oh, absolutely. I don't think Joe in this case, in this scenario, I don't think Joe did anything wrong. You know what I'm saying? I think. Well, I, let me rephrase. He does fuck up because she says she wants boundaries. Like she clearly tells this nigga, "I want boundaries. Like don't come over to my house. I don't want to go on dates no more. Don't sleep over. Don't sleep over. This yeah. is mad confusing for me, right? And he's like, it's it's hard for him because they have. A history, not as a couple, but as friends. So yeah, they've been friends since uh, little, since they were kids. Exactly. So it's hard for him because he's just like, "Yo, you're like my my one of my best friends." So it's hard for me not to want to spend time with you. And now that we're fucking shit, this is great. I get to fuck my best friend, and hang out with her at the same time. This is amazing. But the on the opposite end, for Molly, that's just confusing because you're fucking your best friend, and it's amazing, and you can't be with him. So yeah, I, I understand where she's coming from, and she sets that boundary, and he. Clearly breaks it. Like, he's just like, ah, let's get pancakes to celebrate. Ah, I'm going to come over to your house and, you know, and use your key. Like, that's not right. You know what I'm saying? Like, he fucks up in those areas. Exactly. And, like, crossing boundaries. And I, I, I think for the most part, he was fine until then. And I think she had the right to be upset. Especially when he's just like, oh, why do I have to give you back your key? Like, it don't matter why. Like, that's her house. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, it, it, th- that whole situation was very weird in itself, but it's one of those things where like, you know, you know, for him it's like we're just fucking like we're still friends, and I want to be your friend. We've always been friends. Like you're probably the only person, or maybe in his life, in his eyes, I don't, I don't know. We don't know that because we don't know him. But he's like you're one of my boys. Like I want to always be hanging out with you and talking shit with you because that's right. what I want to do. And for Molly. She doesn't see it that way anymore. Even even after the first time they had sex, she was very weird about it. And he's like, "Dude, we just had sex. It's okay. Like, we're still the same. We're still chill. Like, we're still right. homies. You know, like, right. like I don't like sex should should not ruin what we have. And and Molly's not that way. 
Molly's very like she's a she she's a helpless romantic, and uh, through through she's a helpless romantic because she might meet the perfect guy, which you know not quote unquote perfect guy, uh, in Sterling K. Brown, and she's like, nah, fuck that guy. I want to have passion. I want to have this. I want to have that. And she's had passion. She had this and that, and she didn't like it either. And now she has Joe, where she has passion, but she can't have the relationship that she wants. So it's kind of like. Like she, she never, she, 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 she doesn't even know what she personally wants. Right, right. And, um, so her, her fucking her friend is confusing for her. Right. So it's it's understandable, but at the same time, it's like if you can't deal with that, you need to step away from it, because that type of relationship is an open relationship where, where you need to be okay with the fact that you're sharing, and she's never okay with the fact that she's sharing, right. even though he's married. Like I, I should see that from his wife, not from Molly. Like, like you, 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 you purposely and consciously made a choice to come into this, because he told you, "Hey, I'm married, but I'm open." So it's up to you to be like whether you want to participate in that or not. Because there's times where he gets phone calls from his wife, and he's like, "Oh shit, I gotta go. I, my, my, my wife needs me," and she gets upset with him because she said that or because he's leaving. But it was like you made that choice to participate in this. Right. You know he's married. You know he's going to drop you for his wife. Because you're not important. Right. Like his wife is. So it's kind of like, if you can't handle that type of relationship, you can't be in it. Yeah. And you shouldn't try to be in it. Right, right. There's a... It's only hurtful for yourself and your relationship. Exactly. There is... um One of my favorite movies is When Harry Met Sally. And Sally's yeah. friend of the movie has like a relationship with a guy you never meet. But you hear about him and he's married. And and she talks about him like, oh man, he just got flowers for his wife. He's never gonna leave her. And and her friends are like, girl, he's never gonna leave her. And then like months later, yep. like, oh man, he went. And she's a side girl. She's a side the side girl. And and they're like, oh yeah. man, they just went to Aspen together. He'll never leave her. And it's, <laughs> the friends are like, yo sis, get 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 alive. That <laughs> like, he'll never leave his wife. Like, what are you doing? And it's different, obviously, in that scenario. But it's the same in, in the sense of like. His wife, Joe's wife, comes first, and you, you, yep. you were asked to participate. And I, I, I don't know, man. That just sounds like, like how would would you be in a relationship like that? It, it's it's a good question, man. Like, um, I, I try to picture myself in that. Like, I, I think I would be able to handle the fact that, like, I I, I just see you the fuck, and I'm okay with that. You know, like, yeah, sure, I see you the fuck. I think I could I could separate myself. Right. But again, how awesome is this person, right? Like <laughs> Right, right. So I don't right. know, dude. It just it, it, it comes out like like let's say let's just say that exact same scenario, right? A friend that I've known my entire life and we just I think I could do it. Like for like a like a best friend that I've had in their in their open relationship. And as long as we continue just to be friends, like I don't. If sex makes it weird, I don't want to participate in it. Like we should be able to be the same person we are as we were before. Now it's just that we're having sex. Like you know what I'm saying? Like right. It. I think I would be able to do it, but again, that's me just talking shit because I'm not in it. So I'm just right. kind of trying to imagine myself. You know, maybe I will be able to do it, but I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, um, 
I, I don't know if I can if I can do that. It's just um, it like I said, it's very circumstantial. I think anything like that would be very short lived. I think it's just messy. Uh, yeah, very short lived. I think it'd be very short lived. It's not like you know, like I don't want to be forty. Like, hey, what are you dating? Uh, I'm dating Erica, and you know she's married to Kyle. Like, no, like, I don't want to. Do, you know, like that's a very short like like lived. But you mo- see. I wouldn't say that I'm dating this person because I'm not. No, no. Because dating, da- dating signifies for me like the potential of being together of or being not. in a relationship. What, I, what I'm saying at is this like, point, we're just fuck buddies. Right. Like I, I, I'm, I'm a fuck buddy. I'm a, right. I'm a side piece. I'm, right. just, but, I'm this. But what so I'm, what I'm saying in the is, end, my head would be like, I don't have a future with this person. Right. My thing here with this person is just purely physical and spending time whenever we can. Right. And so I, it's and just a friend. Right. But what I'm saying, I guess, is the thing of like, you know, amongst your friends or your close friends, that conversation will come up. And I don't want, like, I don't want that to be like something that I'm dating, I'm doing for a very long time. Like, oh, what you got going on? Oh, nothing, bro. You know, I'm still you know, seeing Eric on the side. Like, you know what I'm saying? I don't want that to be like a, a, a staple of like what's currently, like what's going on and it's been going on for a minute. I'd rather like, I can see that of like a very short lived moment in my life, but not like a, Draw like a drawn out moment, and you know it depends on the person. Oh, yeah, like, if, especially if you're a dope ass person, like to me, like if you if I have chemistry with somebody, like obviously, like I don't know I I have friends or women that I have chemistry with and stuff like that, and um, I just think that like in general, like when I do find someone that I I have that connection with, I for the most part keep them at bay. You know, like. If we're not gonna be together, there's no point of us like spending a lot of time together, or of super, you yeah. know, eventually, or even if, even if we do spend a lot of time together, eventually, like I, that's gonna limit, that's gonna go wind down because if if this chemistry is that that is there, why aren't we doing something about it? And so, like, we need to define what it is, like friendship or not. And go from there. But if we're fucking and, and I like you, like, that's just complicated. And you got your marriage. That's just complicated. You know? Yeah, it's very complicated. Especially now that I'm older, dude. Like, now that I'm older and I, and I work with kids and I'm like, damn, I would like a little jit like this walking around and some shit. Like, I'd rather just, like, blink and skip ahead to where, like, that is already happening in my life. So I'd rather not even mess with a situation like that. And I feel like that just prolongs me or that just, like, is a not what i want so why even like entertain it yeah at this point where we're we're like we're already kind of getting older i think that would be irrelevant i think that would make sense if like back in the day like in the 20s right 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 for sure if i was like like, i don't really care if i end up with somebody or not i just want to have fun right now and i think that would make sense exactly i think i think if i was younger and stuff like that for sure like that wouldn't be a problem but now that i'm older like nah, i'm i'm good like yeah, because in the end, you kind of you kind of want to wind down. So it's right. kind of like I don't want to keep <laughs> going out and having these random shit happening. And I just I just want to be able to find somebody that I connect with and kind of see where it goes. Not connect with somebody and never be able to go anywhere because it's never gonna happen. Right, exactly. Well, what do you feel about when Molly gets pissed off that her dad cheated on her mom and like she got really mad about that situation? Like, it's oh, really, why did you stay? It's with really him weird because like, they they bring up. I didn't I didn't understand that. They bring up oh, they bring up a family. Well, I think it's very similar to the thing I told you about cheating in general. It's not 
the cheating, especially for Molly, it's not the cheating. It's your history lesson being like rewritten. It's your story that you have to tell yourself. Like, oh man, my family, my parents have been very happy together. They never had problems. And then you find out this moment in their life and then you have to rewrite the story. You know? Yeah. So I think that's the that's the problem. I think it's like it's that. It's like the rewriting of the story of like, hey, you know, it seems like her, her and her family are kind of close. You know, maybe, you know, Christmases and holidays they get together. Maybe they talk every couple months. And so it's the I think it's that it's that like one her her fairy tale like her her thought of the the fairy the fairy tale love life like the couple has been ruined by his her dad cheating. <laughs> And yeah. then, and then two, I think it has to do with like all of these moments where I thought dad was like, was solid to you. Like he wasn't, and you're going through shit. You never told me, you know, I think it's that too. Like knowing that her mom suffered or like went through some shit. So like, I think, like I said, like it's that, it's not the, the act of cheating. It's the you have to rewrite the story now. Like, oh, that time I called you. The, the breaking of the illusion, essentially. Yes, yes, exactly. And I think that's what haunts people the most when it comes to cheating. is not the act of cheating, but the, your your illusion of whatever it is, is is shattered. Whether it be like, oh man, I thought my dad was this amazing person. I thought he would never do that to my mom. And then you're like, oh, my dad ain't shit. Like when he was, like his brother confronts Molly. I mean, uh, her brother confronts, confronts her and it was just like... Uh, you know, dad, that was a long time ago, you know, that, you know, n- the nigga messed up. And then she was just like, ah, like she was kind of like saying, oh, daddy, don't call dad a nigga. Like kind of like saying like, oh, don't like dad is, is more, he's more than just a person, you know? And then he was just like, dad, and he was like, dad, a nigga too, which, you know, but who fucked up basically saying dad is a, dad is a person. Like she was putting her dad above everything like oh dad is not a regular person and her, her brother was just like yo he's a dude who fucked up and owned his shit that's it and i think that's what the cheating did it broke the the, the illusion she had of like the perfect relationship um this great guy and her dad and stuff like that you know exactly i mean she she had that illusion broken twice in in this season because she even said it about when you know when they were talking about Sterling K. Brown, and she was like, "Oh, I don't want to be someone else's checkbox. Like I want to have what Joe and this his girl have. Like they're lovey, they're, they're they love each other, and like they're very you know friendly and they're passionate and this and that, and they're like friends. And it's like, oh, it's kind of like how my parents have. And then she ends up finding out that you know Joe and his wife had had problems, so they decided to open up their relationship to try to see if it fixes things." And then now she realizes that her dad uh, cheated on her mom. So that fantasy relationship that she thought her parents had is, was also an illusion breaking. Right. So it, 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 it comes to a full circle for her as in like, yo, whatever you see is not the reality. You know, like right. even I have a note here because they even say, oh, what about Tiffany and, 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 and her husband, Derek? Derek yeah. And they even have problems because Tiff- Tiffany mentions at some point, I have it here, like in episode two or something, that Derek lived in a hotel for for a few months. So it's kind of like they almost broke up. Right. So like, she, uh, uh, like the, the signs are everywhere for her in a sense of like no relationship is perfect. Right. No relationship is this ideal fantasy or this uh, perfect story. 
Like, we are humans, we are people, we all fuck up, we all have issues, we all have these things that we all have to kind of go through and deal with. So it's kind of like, she's, she's keep, she continues to put all these different relationships on pedestals of like, right. oh, this is the ideology I'm trying to aim for. Right. And all those ideologies were a facade. They were lies. Right. You know, so, there were illusions that she sees that potentially they're showing off and all these things. Yeah. You know? And what do you, okay, well... You know, I, I guess the the big theme about this show is relationships and how relationships function, whether it be friendships, you know, romantic relationships. Um, and it, you're right. Like, this whole this whole show kind of breaks down, like, that, hey, not everything is going to be perfect. Not everything is going to, like, work out enti- entirely. You know, especially if we skip ahead now, season four, Condola having a baby. You know, who knows if they're going to be together. This is a, Now it's like a weird, like, co-parenting situation, blah, blah. So... It's interesting now in the dynamic that we live in in 2021 where a lot of conversations, not a lot of conversations, but there's conversations around, uh, you know, whether it be like uh, different sexual expressions or different relationship, um, um, different ways. Dynamics. Thank you. That's a word. Relationship dynamics. So. Do you think, and I listened to a podcast the other day called Science Versus, and they were talking about, is poly, is, is, is monogamous, uh, are we met for monogamy? So now that we, you know, this whole, sh- I, I pose this question just because this whole show essentially is about like relationships, but, and mostly monogamous relationships, right? And we see them fail or not fail or have hard times. What do you, what is your stance on like something like that? Like, are we met for monogamy I think it depends right Um, I I think we all go through different types of our lives where we just don't care and all we care about is our partner and then there's times where we may find connections with people like we never thought that we would have those type of connections with other people right because you know people think that hey I met the person I want to be with but does that stop you from having connections with other people right like only because you met someone you love and care about it does not stop you from having some sort of like feelings or connection for someone else and it's up to you whether you decide to pursue that or not right or you know both of you who decide to pursue it or not so i think i i, I think monogamy there is a space for it and, it and it and it can happen but i also do recognize there's some people that that doesn't exist to them like they're there are people who connect with so much people. There there, are persons that connect with so much people that right. for them, there's like, oh, I could have a connection with a whole bunch of people and I I right. should not be able to have, to, I shouldn't have to focus my energy on one person. I should be able to allow to love and express my feelings to everyone I feel connected to. So it depends on who you are as a person and how you feel and how you act in your world, right? Like I won't be able to have you know, a polyamorous relationship because I'm not the type of person who, I, you know, I, I do connect with a lot of people, but I don't feel like I deeply connect a lot with people. And, you know, polyamorous people tend to have a lot of deep connections very quickly and disappear very quickly, right? Because, you know, those type of connections, since you're polyamorous, they're very short-lived. I don't think they're, I don't think people, unless you're, and not even though, like I, I think at some point there's gonna be some form of like, hey, I, I can't, um, I can't continue to keep sharing you, right? 
because at some point we all become possessive of like, hey, I can't share this person or I can't, um, I can't, um, I, 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 or I get jealous because this one person gets more attention than I do and all these things, right? Right. So at some point, polyamorous relationships even break apart themselves. So yeah. it, there's, I mean, it, it's, I, it just depends on like the mind space of people. I just, I just think in general, regardless of the net dynamic you pick, it just goes to show that like, you know, it's complex. You know, and it's hard to maintain. Yeah, human relationships are very complex. Right. So I think when it comes to like monogamy and polyamory, I can't do polyamorous either. But I just think at the end of the day, like with monogamy in general, like I think it's hard. I think it's hard to to say, okay, this is going to be forever or something or something's going to be forever just because you just never know what forever looks like. Someone might come in. And I think I think when it comes to like monog- monogamous relationships, there has, you know, I don't think... I mean, it's it's not critical or it's not... I don't think cheating is the end-all be-all or it has to be the end-all be-all. You know, I think if you guys can work something out or it can be worked out, I think it should be. Um, I know sometimes it's difficult to do that. I know it's hard to have that conversation and blah, blah, blah. But I think yeah, having like laps, like lap moments you messed up is just human. You know, and so what do you yeah. do with those kind of like that kind of moment, you know, and I feel like it's 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 I think in longer relationships, like longer relationships that like you guys have been together for like 20 years or something. I think like I think that shit happens. I think that shit like you know, you it's you wander or you, you find something or, you know, so another more another one sparks your interest. Like, I, I don't think it's it's un. I, I think I just think that that kind of stuff like. Well, it's it's terrible that that shit happens, and it, it definitely scars people for sure. I think it's one of those things where like it's just it's just one it's one of those things that could happen. So like, what do you? It's yeah. one of those things that it's weird because we're like, oh, this is a this is the red flag, but this is like a red flag, or this is like a thing that might happen. Like it's something that like like you don't want to happen, but you never know. So like why not have a discussion of like, what can we do if this happens and how can we we build from it? How can we learn from it? Can we learn from it? Can we not learn from it? Like what, what was the motive behind it? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think it has to be the end of it, but I think that like to think that it will never happen to anybody or to think that you'll never experience that. I think it's like not naive, but I think it's, um, it's just hard. It's just hard when you, especially like forever, like that's, that's a long time. So, yeah, it's it's kind of like what, like what sparked that that interest, right? Right. So like, what what are you feeling that interests you of this person in general? Yeah. So and I th- like, yeah. or why is it occurring? Why it happened? Why why do you feel that way? You right. know. I mean, like again, and it comes down to communication, right? Yeah, exactly. And I think obviously when it comes to like the, like some certain foundations where like the person is just like, oh yeah, I just sleep around because I like to sleep around and like oh, I don't give a shit. Like all right, that that person, you know, you can let them go. Right, and if someone has like a yeah, lapse of judgment, exactly. you know, like you know, like 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 future, like why are you why are you dating future, you know, like shit like that. But <laughs> but like, but like you know, like someone has like a lapse of judgment. Someone you know steps out out of their marriage or their um their dynamic and, and does something, you know, I, I don't know. Like I I just. And maybe I'm talking about it because I never had, I never experienced someone doing it to me, so I don't know that feeling. But I guess I, it's just if you if you have your um, like you know like Lawrence and 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 Issa, like they had their shit, they discussed it, 
and they found another way to coexist with each other, even though they went through some shit. You know, like yeah. I think there has to be a floor for like that discussion. Um, that's all. Like, yeah, absolutely, dude. Absolutely. Um, I guess let's uh, wrap this up with this last point I have here, which is part of Issa's story. Um, it's essentially when she was doing her, when she was at her job and, you know, the the black principal only wanted the black kids in her school to participate in her program where she helped out the kids. Right. And so essentially, you know, the white girl is calling her out like, hey, like this principal is being racist against Hispanics, even though it makes up like 90% of his school. And he's only choosing like, you know, the 20% or whatever percentage of black kids right. that are are part of that school to participate in this program, even though we're supposed to be helping out all kids because this is about the kids, not about the races, about about the race. So essentially, you know, the principal was being racist and she said, oh, like, we're a minority. We, we can't be racist, you know? So <laughs> what do you feel about her? Like, you know, I think in the end, she ends up realizing that she fucked up. Like, and what was happening is fucked up. Right. Uh, uh, but I it mean, took I, her I, I almost think, entire time. Yeah, I think with that statement, I think like I think racism with racism there's a there's a power play, I think, for the most part. And I think a lot of the times people use racism it to hold power over you, you know, to to dictate what they want and stuff like that. And in this in this situation, this guy does have some power play, I guess, in the school, but not in the my not in the grand scheme of things. Um so, I don't know. I don't. It's weird because I, I, you know, call it what you want, racism or prejudice. At the end of the day, he's a he's a douchebag, regardless of how you want to label him. Yeah. You know? And obviously, like, exactly. I think for sure there's been like conversations about that. You know, like that kind of like can black people be racist or can minorities be racist stuff like that. And I I lean towards the fact of like no, I feel like it's a systematic thing. Racism is like built on like a, a systematic thing that like it's built to oppress us. But I think in general, I think there's a, a ton of prejudice, a ton of colorism, a ton of like just stereotypical bullshit amongst minorities. You know, like a hierarchy yeah. or like. Yeah, but a, he he even said racist jokes though, like. And he thought it was funny, even though he was still being racist. Like, I think I think we're all capable of being racist, regardless of if, you know, we're all minorities here, right? But we all right. have the and ability in a position you, to be you, racist and prejudiced. But, but then you ask yourself, like, you know, a lot of, like, for example, like, clearly the one race that we can all make fun of, and it's okay, is white people. Like, we all, everyone makes fun of white people. Yeah. And and they make fun of themselves, and that's it. And if you get if a white person gets offended, then they're like, oh, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, you're offended by a joke, but what about all the shit y'all be doing? You know what I'm saying? So it's it's weird. Like, what about that? Like, you know, it's it's just a weird thing where like, can we be racist against you when all the other shit has been going on for years, and now we make a joke, and like now you're you're in your mood, you know? Um. But I don't know. I just, like I said, I feel like at the end of the day, like, regardless of what you want to call call the principal, president, racism, you know, whatever, I just think at the end of the day, like, yeah, she fucked up. Like, your, your, your job is to provide a service for kids, right? And if you're surrogating these kids, that's a legal issue. So, definitely, yeah, like, exactly. regardless of, like, how you feel or, like, whatever, like, you got to nip that in the butt, you know, just, just, it's just in general. And, yeah, like, I think she just felt kind of like in a hard place of like uh like i don't want to say shit because like 
because he's black, essentially. I feel like it was kind of that. Like, she didn't <laughs> want to say something because it's like, yeah. damn, like, you looking out for your people. And I get that, but shit, like, you, we got to help out everybody. So I think, like, he was... Yeah, because your job is to help out everyone. Right. So I, so Not I th- focus on skin color or anything like that. Right, exactly. So I think she was kind of, like, looking out for him in a way. Um, and also, like, it's... For Issa, it's a, that job is a, is a lot. She is essentially the person they go to for black issues and black, and black um, opinions. And that's overwhelming. It's so overwhelming to, probably for her to be in that space of like, you're going to yeah. you're gonna talk to me about this because I'm black. You're going to mention this song to me because I'm black. I got to deal with this black ass principle. Like, like that shit sucks, man. And, and you know, the thing is, and, and she gets tired of it too. Yeah. And the thing is as well is that like, wow, you know, at the end of the day, like it's almost like privilege of like, oh, Issa, you should say something because you're black. And it's like Frida was there too. So this is like you cowered as well underneath the principle. Like you were there, you were in the same meeting that Issa was. You had you could have said something, but Issa decided to say something, and now she got in trouble. And you didn't really take up her side yeah. or anything. So like you know what I'm saying? I, like, I I think, but you see, I I I don't. I, I agree with what you're saying, but I also don't agree the perspective you're saying you're saying this with. Why? Because you're saying that like you, I feel like you're pushing, you're putting too much race on it. Because in the end, the project lead here is Issa, so she's just following Issa's lead. Because in the end, Issa's the one who makes those decisions, and she's just there to support Issa in through this project. Because I think if it was the roles was reversed, I don't think that she would have just left the school. But it was Issa who wanted to kept trying at the school. She kept pushing to be in the school. So it, in the end, it was Issa's project because even the boss would direct the questions to Issa. So like she was just she was like, oh, I'll just I'm gonna follow Issa and like let her do what she needs to do, and I'll have her back regardless. Because in the end, she doesn't want to let down Issa either, because in her eyes, she sees herself as a partner with Issa. She's like, oh, this is my, this is my, my, this is my partner, and I'm gonna be there through thick and thin with her, right? So it's kind of like you are right in the sense of like, you know, maybe she should have spoken up, definitely, like, because she saw something wrong happening, and if you see something wrong happening, you have to speak up, you have to say something regardless, because you have to have, um, what's that word? You have to have um, integrity. Yeah, integrity, but like you have to hold things, you have to, hold, you have to hold people accountable, right? right. Because that is an accountability thing, regardless of whether you're trying to have somebody's back or not. But in the end, that person was doing something wrong and you have to hold them accountable just because of the principle of it all. Your job is to help out all disenfranchised kids. That's the whole purpose of that fucking company. And you're not and you were allowing to to further disenfranchise someone, another another group within that community. So it's kind of like it's just it's it's a big big thing that's happening. Um, in the end, it's tough. It's a tough situation. It's it's not black and white. It's very gray, right? Because you you understand the the idea of her like oh I, I'm having Issa's back like I want her, I I want her to to succeed, and I want her to do the best, and I'm just here to support her to do that. But in the end, you also have to recognize that. Issa needs to be held accountable for the wrongdoing she was doing, and she let it. She let it go for too long too. Right. 
yeah. stuff. I I I don't see it as a race thing though. I just that that in itself is no. Just no, no like, I I think I think I, I agree with you. She is a project lead and like stuff like that. Like so, everything goes behind you, goes through you. And even if Frida did say something, you would have taken that as that was fucked up because she went behind your back. So I yeah, she betrayed Issa. <laughs> but I, I could see I could see where you're coming from at it. But yeah, like I said, like. At the end of the day, like, she should have just said something because it's just, like, you're bound to get in trouble for it, you know? And at the end of the day, like, I think it's tough, but... I well, she should have she should have let her boss know, too, though, because her boss probably could have done something about it, right? Right. Like, Issa should have been like, hey, look, I'm noticing something weird is happening. Like, I've only seen black kids in that program, but the school is 90% Hispanic. Right. And the principal keeps pushing black kids on us, and that's weird. Like, can you help me out with the situation? And the boss could have done something about it, you know? Right. Because what that principal was doing is fucked up. Yeah, he's in charge of all kids in those schools, not only his race. <laughs> you know, right. it's it's just it's just fucked up. It's just a lot of things that were happening. It was fucked up. The whole situation was fucked up. Yeah, yeah. I I think uh I think for the most part um, but then you know that 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 you know that episode that this season in general you kind of like you kind of see her being, like, disappointed at her job, you know? We know later on in season three she quits, but in general, you kind of just see her, like, fuck, man, like, this shit sucks, you know? Like, this shit's not, like, where I want to be. Like, this is, like, annoying, you know? You, this this episode, this season kind of sets that motion of, like, this this ep- this season in general sets a motion of, like, it breaks kind of, like, the, the... I think for Issa in general, she complained about about Lawrence a lot about I mean in the first season like he didn't have shit together you know she was supporting him and then you find out like Issa's credit score is like trash her job trash like actually I think that's in season no that's in season that's in season two she's broke as fuck she's also. broke as fuck like, oh, this she's shit. broke as fuck she's doing lives she's having a hard time after all of this judging she did with Lawrence and you you didn't have your shit together I think this season kind of shows that like and it kind of shows that duality of like, oh, like you you're struggling, and now Lawrence is on the come up, you know. Yeah, it's like all all the smack talk you did, and you still weren't doing your shit either. So, right. I mean, it's it's hard though because like there's a difference. Like Issa was doing something, you know. So it wasn't like she was doing nothing. Lawrence was doing nothing. So like I yeah he was being straight bum yeah so I definitely agree of like ah you had no right to say too much but you did have a right because like Lawrence was doing jack shit so yeah you you know you have the right yeah, to be like he was hey, taking advantage of the situation too. oh for sure hundred percent hundred percent but yeah but I think this season does that kind of shows that like everything is not so great on Issa's end yeah and not and things are not so great in general like in life. Like you, 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 you can't have these uh, rosy expectations about everything, you know. Right. I mean, I think one of the I, best. I thing. think the, the, this. Huh. Go ahead. I think what. No, I'm just saying that even, even I mean, this season kind of broke down those those ideologies. Those like you you think things are this way, but in the end, like no, this is it, this this season kind of broke broke down the facade of everything that people thought about themselves or about the situations that were happening to them and like everybody had a a, a period where things just broke down for them you know right yeah I mean and I think it's I think in general for the most part like this this season has a moment of like a lot of like tear down so we can build a new 
Um, yeah, exactly. So I think I think a lot of that this season kind of does that very well. Like you know, Molly goes to her job; she's ain't satisfied with the whites, so she goes to the black law law firm, or she's about to go to the black law firm at the end of the at yeah. The that's a season three thing. Yeah. Season three, but this sets up for that. So there's a, there's a lot. This yeah, is this definitely sets it up. This is definitely the Empire Strikes Back of Insecure, where nothing. This is the Empire Strikes Back <laughs> of Insecure, where nothing just goes right. You lose your fucking hand. You get nutted on the face, and then season <laughs> season three is your Return of the Jedi, where everything's gonna be okay. Yeah. <laughs> Things are starting to turn up. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Exactly. All right. But yeah. Cool. Uh, well, ladies and gentlemen, hope you enjoyed this episode of conversations and recap of season two of Insecure. Let us know what you think about this season. Do you agree with our long conversation here? We have another episode coming up soon, so stick around. Enjoy the ride. Till next time. Later, guys.